As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the past year now, I've made my podcast with a company called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, It's free. That's right. It doesn't cost you anything to make your own podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from the computer or your own phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every other place. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's really easy. You'll have your podcast up and running in no time. Go to Anchor. Welcome to the November 19th edition of Beer in Front. I'm your host, Dave Zalatoris. How's everyone doing? I'm doing so-so. Getting ready for Thanksgiving. We'll talk about that in a minute. I do want to thank, before we get started, longtime friend of the show, Control Tammy, is now a supporter of the show. So thank you, Tammy. I've also received some beer mail from Oscar from the Everything Show. Looking forward to that. And also... Beer Mail is on its way from Jacksonville from the Beard Ale podcast. Also, all three of you, including my friend Ray Ray, should be receiving your packages any second now. And hopefully you'll enjoy the Casa Humilde and a couple other good Chicago beers. Here in Chicago and Illinois, we're under more lockdown. So pretty much indoor restaurants and bars are closed again where you could only eat and drink outside. I mean, luckily today as I'm recording this, it's in the sixties and I think tomorrow is as well, but yeah, this is getting scary. I mean, and it's not just Chicago, it's everywhere. It's all over the country. The numbers are spiking. I don't know. It just seems like it's a matter of time before we have to go under a nationwide lockdown. And it's unfortunate, you know, next week is Thanksgiving and that's my favorite holiday. I've always loved Thanksgiving. I enjoy it more than Christmas. I enjoy it more than 
everything else because, you know, to me, Thanksgiving is just that. It's a time to be thankful for what you have. It's a time just to have a good meal with your friends, with your family, and no, you know, presents, no bullshit like that. It's just to be thankful and enjoy each other's company. And, you know, that's pretty much gone now, which, you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do about it? You know, I mean, this year I told my mother she can come over if she wants, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. So, you know, I'm still thankful. I'm very happy. I've got the best wife in the world, Ruby. I have a great dog, Moira. So I'm thankful for all that I have. We have our health. We have our jobs. So I'm extremely thankful for all that I have you know, especially this year, I'm thankful that I'm doing this podcast. This is something I never thought I would do. I started it up in February. It's been going strong. Uh, last week was a little blip, but you know, that's okay. I'm still, I'm very thankful to you. You guys are listening to me. You guys are putting up with me. You're my own little therapists and I guess send me a bill or send it to blue cross that maybe they could, you know, send you some co-pays or whatever, but no, Honestly, I'm very thankful to everyone. I'm thankful to what I have. There's still a part of me that's like, this is really not a Thanksgiving, but, you know, we'll make the best of it. And hopefully 2021, we'll just have a big blowout. You know, I'm really starting to miss live music. That's one thing I've always loved. I've loved going to shows, loved going to punk rock shows. You know, it's starting to get to me like, I really wish I was at a show right now, listening to anybody. Can you just imagine like, you know, hopefully next year things start opening up. I mean, everybody needs, probably needs to pace themselves. Cause I mean, that first show, I think there's going to be a circle pit at the Michael Bublé concert. Cause everybody just needs to get this shit out of their system. Last weekend was the festival of barrel aged beers here in Chicago, which was done virtually. And also I mean, over the past couple of weeks and really starting this weekend and continuing, there's just a plethora of barrel-aged beers being released. I know Revolution has a couple coming out, and then plus also is the Goose Island Bourbon County Stouts and all their variants are coming out. So it's going to be a big, big couple weekends of barrel-aged beer, barrel-aged drinking. Uh, You almost kind of wish it would have been spread out a little bit more and You know, granted, their beer releases are planned in advance. You really can't, you know, change it midstream. But, you know, with a lot of people losing their jobs or tight on income, you almost wish the barrel age would have been spread out a little more. I know Revolution did. They're kind of pacing themselves a little bit. But it just seems like everything is coming out all in a short period of time. You know, there probably needs to be an app. Somebody that's younger and far smarter than me should create an app where you could coordinate your barrel age pickup so you don't have any overlaps there okay that's enough rambling on my end let's start talking about beer i had some really good beers this week the first one i had that was terrific was from alarmist it's their german pilsner called crispy boy this was excellent i highly recommend this one terrific beer easy drinking beer I would drink this all day. You could have this, say you were at a ball game. I could definitely see me drinking this all day long. Crispy Boy from Alarmist. After drinking the Italian Pilsner Il Spundo last week, I wanted to try some more stuff out from Cinderland, so I grabbed Revival, 
which is a New England IPA. This one I really liked as well. I would drink this all the time. I'm hoping to see some more stuff from Cinderlands. I really dig in this brewery. I had the fruited sour from Pipeworks, just a bowl of cherries. I enjoyed this, although I was looking for maybe just a little bit more of that tart cherry flavor, but this was still a solid effort called Just a Bowl of Cherries. Another promiscuous pickup was the Isle of Lost Hops, number 586 from Ravinia Brewing Company. This one I liked a lot as well. I would drink this all the time. The hops were excellent. Good aroma, good tropical taste to it. This was really good. This is part of their small batch series. So if you see it, grab it because I don't think it's going to be around for long. That was the Isle of Lost Hops, number 586 from Ravinia. And one that I was really looking forward to trying and I had was from Bell's. It's their old-fashioned holiday ale. This is a barrel-aged scotch ale with cherry and orange in there to mimic the old-fashioned cocktail. And before I get started on this, this is by far the best artwork I've ever seen on a beer bottle in this case. And I actually saved the four-pack container to see if there's some artwork that Ruby can do with this to make this into something because it's it's great. It's a great retro font. It almost reminds me of the old Frank Sinatra record, Nice and Easy. Just looking at this font, you immediately think like 60s, really, really cool font. And the beer was good too. I thought it could use a little bit more of the barrel aging, but it was still a terrific beer. You really had the orange, you had the cherry, excellent beer. This was called the Old Fashioned Holiday Ale from Bell's. And in the next episode with the beer mail that I've received, you're going to be hearing a lot of uh, Orange County beers, some Jacksonville beers, in addition to some of these new barrel-aged ones that are coming out. So that'll be happening on the next episode. I'm taking next week off because of Thanksgiving, but it'll be on the next episode in two weeks. The beer that's in front of me this week is the Sipes Extra Pale Pre-Prohibition Pilsner. This is a pretty cool story. Back in 1854, Conrad Sipe, and it's spelled S-E-I-P-P, but it's pronounced Sipe. He founded one of the first breweries in Chicago, and the beer was probably one of the most popular ones in Chicago. And then with the World War I and Prohibition, it kind of went by the wayside. And in 1933, closed their doors for good. 87 years after closure, the great great-great-granddaughter of Conrad Sipe, Lauren Mack, brought back the Conrad Sipe Brewing Company. Sipe, in collaboration with Chicago's great Metropolitan Brewing Company, have produced the beer that we're going to have right now, the Pre-Prohibition Extra Pale Pilsner. Let's crack it open and talk about it. Oh, this is really good. This is a fantastic Pilsner. The colors are maybe a little bit darker than what you would expect in a Pilsner. Great color. Aroma's good. The taste is fantastic. I really like this a lot. The hops used in this are more of the old school, traditional bohemian style. Nice hop flavor with this. This is just a really good Pilsner. One of the things 
I like about doing this. And to be honest with you, before I started doing this podcast, I was just pretty much strict IPA guy, like my bourbon barrel stuff. And I mean, you know, you hear me talk every week that, you know, most of the stuff I do drink is more of the pale IPA stuff, but I'm really getting into Pilsner's thanks to doing this. And this one from Sype is excellent. You know, I kind of wish, you know, my dad, I talked about him before he passed away 25 years ago. I would have loved, you know, if he were alive today to give him one of these beers like this Sype and see, because he drank Stroh's and old style. So I would love to know like what he would think of this beer or a craft Pilsner. So I'm sure, you know, hopefully most of you still have your fathers around. You know, have they tried things like this? What do they think of these beers compared to the stuff that they drank growing up? This I like a lot from Sype. I hope it's around long, long time so I could have this in 20, 30 years and talk to the young whippersnappers about this one. So check it out. I think it's only distributed in the Chicago area, but this is... Sipes Brewing Company, S-E-I-P-P, the Extra Pale Pre-Prohibition Pilsner. Great beer. Check it out. Oh, it's time. Jagoffs of the Week. I hope that couple in Maine received everything they wanted for their wedding. I hope they got their toaster oven from Crate and Barrel and everything because their wedding reception led to three separate COVID outbreaks that infected 117 people, putting three in the hospital and killing seven more. The seven that died weren't even at the wedding. So people showed up to the wedding, got the COVID, and wound up kissing your nanas and killing them. Jagoffs. Do people in Kentucky drink from a different water source than they used to brew bourbon? Mitch, say no more. Now you also have the Attorney General, Daniel Cameron. Once again, let me just say, these are just my opinions only. I may be wrong in case an Attorney General wants to look at me. But Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron joined a lawsuit in Pennsylvania to not count mail-in ballots that arrived after Election Day. Hey, Danny, why don't you concentrate on the people that killed Breonna Taylor? jag off. Texas Senator John Cornyn, he's tweeting about thousands of votes uncounted in Puerto Rico a week after the election. Um, Senator, are you giving Puerto Rico statehood? Because they have zero electoral votes. If you want to make them statehood and add two people to the senatorial ranks, let's do it. Jag off. The Democratic governor of California, Gavin Newsom, didn't follow his own rules and regulations when he had dinner at the famed restaurant French Laundry with about 12 people. You're a jagoff, Gavin. If you're setting rules, you need to follow them yourself, and you're a jagoff. The attorney for my favorite Illinois politician, Moth Daniel Bailey, has put out a $1,000 reward for any journalist that could have or they could show footage of the governor celebrating Thanksgiving. Fucking jagoffs. The hell's wrong with you? You know, there really isn't much difference between this 
and all these death threats that are going out against public officials, election officials. You know, you could say shit about them, make innuendos, make, you know, accusations. People are going to take this seriously and some bad shit's going to happen and everybody's just going to wash their hands. Well, I never said to do anything when shit happens. You're all a bunch of jagoffs. You're worse than the mafia. You're horrible people. You're jagoffs. Remember Benghazi? Four people died in Benghazi, which is four too many. I grant you that. But you had Hillary testify for like, what, 10 hours, 11 hours, something like that. There was hearing after hearing after hearing for the four people that should not have died, but four people died. We're now at over 250,000 people dead in this country of COVID. Every two to three days is another 9-11 with the amount of people that are dying every two to three days and nothing's being done about it. Jagoffs. And in the long overdue, puppies and rainbows of the week. Former baseball all-star Curtis Granderson has always been a good, solid human being. Curtis Granderson grew up in the Blue Island area, went to college at UIC, and became a baseball star. All-star a couple times, won Silver Slugger, played mostly with Detroit. That's what I remember him for, but I know he also played for the Yankees, the Mets, and a couple other teams. Even when he was playing, now he's not playing anymore. He never forgot where he came from and always gave back to the kids, the Chicago community. And even now he's still doing it with the Thanksgiving turkey drive in one of the local grocery stores here in Chicago. So Curtis, you're a solid human being. We need more people like you in the world. And God bless Dolly Parton. In addition to all the good work that Dolly has done over the years, she's given kids free books for too many years to count. This week, the company called Moderna announced that they have a COVID vaccine that's, I believe, 95% effective. And looking at their press release, in the fine print, their donors for this was the Dolly Parton COVID-19 fund. She doesn't toot her own horn about this. She just donated the money to Vanderbilt University, and that helped get this vaccine going. Dolly Parton, God bless you. You're a wonderful human being. I hope Riot Fest, if you're listening to this, we need to book Dolly Parton to headline Riot Fest next year. Count me in. I'll be there in the mud with the bees. We need Dolly Parton at Riot Fest. And the woman is a saint. God bless you, Dolly Parton. All right, that's going to wrap things up for the November 19th episode of Beer in Front. I do thank you all so much for listening. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. One of my fondest memories of Thanksgiving was my Nana, who passed away years ago. We'd have Thanksgiving at her house. And every year, and now you know where I get this from. Every year, she would say, oh, the fucking stuffing's too dry. It never was. But every year, oh, the fucking stuffing's too dry. So, Nana, if you're listening from above, I'll do my best with the stuffing this year. All right, everyone, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks. Take care. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.